Well, I'm finally getting a chance to talk to Reed Martin again after several weeks of just horrors in our lives. My computer getting destroyed and the Sonoma County fires happening, which we'll talk about uh, in a later podcast. But you experienced the greatest horror of all, a clown. Yes, I went to see it. Bum, bum, <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 571, The Scary Clown. This is a special catch-up episode. This is the missing episode I would have posted back on Monday, October 30th, 2017, except that's when the fires were raging in Northern California and my laptop had an unfortunate encounter with a cup of tea. So, in this special three-week-late Halloween episode, I finally get to talk to one scary clown about another scary clown. Reed Martin, who of course, in addition to being my RSC partner and an actor, director, and playwright, is also a graduate of the late-lamented Ringling Brothers Clown College and toured for two years with the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey Circus. Reed went to see the recent film adaptation of Stephen King's novel, It, and now reports back on the scariness and accuracy of that novel and films Pennywise the Clown. You're sitting there in the movie theater to see it, uh, the personification of which is this horrifying scary clown. Were you the only one in the theater laughing? No! I, 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 uh, I took Kean with me, my son, my younger son, who's 17, um, and I... I I wasn't laughing, but I, you know what I laugh at is the clowns who get all bent out of shape because of scary clowns. You know, it's just, it's, 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 it's silly. Um, is it like Italian Americans who get upset about the Sopranos? Yeah. It's, and it's just, I, I just think, I wish, I wish, I think it's happening more and more. I wish the clowns would embrace it and just say, yes, this is some, this is a thing. It doesn't represent all clowns, although I've been around a few clowns, and it represents all clowns. A lot of clowns I know hang out in sewers. Um, <laughs> or they smell like they do. <laughs> yes, they certainly after a three-show day. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's just a thing. It's always been a thing, dating back at least to Charles Dickens. And, and you know what? It wasn't – it's a strange thing to say. To me, it didn't feel at all like a movie about clowns. Right. It felt like a movie about confronting your fears. Yeah. Some people have a fear of clowns, justifiably. <laughs> um, uh, but no, I thought it, I thought it was really good. I had not seen the original TV uh, movie version. I'm sure you have. Tim Curry, right? As right. Yeah. Um, but I, I I thought it was very very good. I I don't know if it's the right word, but I enjoyed it. No, I think you, you're supposed to enjoy these kinds of movies, and, and I haven't seen it yet, um, uh, but apparently all the reviews say they, they get it right in that they focus on the kids, and you're yeah, right, they, at yeah, confronting their fears. They set it all up for a sequel. They set it all up for a sequel, 
um, when they're older. And I think that was a smart thing just, just to focus it. Right. I mean, you had all the kind of quintessential archetypes of all the different kids. And that's, that's kind of like, Oh, that's a little obvious, but, um, but that was fine. I mean, I, I, that's, that's nitpicking. I thought it was great. Well, and it's, it's, uh, it's what I think that the movies rarely get right about Stephen King is that his, 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 the characters in his novels, he spends a lot of time with them and you care about these characters. And so when they're going through their horrifying situations, you're really rooting for them. And the movies, the, the good movies are the ones that understand that, like Shawshank Redemption and Stand By Me and maybe even The Green Mile. But but the other ones kind of get schlocky and just go right for the horror. And this right. feels like it was a good combination of both. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, you saw the original. Well, you can't compare because you haven't seen the movie. Right. I mean... But I've read the book the, a bunch of times. Yeah. So the original TV movie covered them as young and old and cutting back and forth or separately cutting back and forth that's as the as the novel works yeah yeah uh, there's been surprisingly little you know after having said all that about clowns and all upset there's been surprisingly little pushback about this particular scary clown thing in the clown groups right. uh you know online you know they're more worried about people dressing up and you know scary people in real life. I think the, I think maybe it's just become so prevalent and yeah. it's Stephen King and it's a big commercial movie. And it's just like, what's, what's the point? We, yeah. We've got bigger things to worry about, you know, yeah. the John Wayne yeah. Gacy's of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. um, I, but, but, but buried in what you just said is something even scarier to me. The idea of online clown groups, and you're a member of them. <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> In fact, this weekend is actually the 50th anniversary of the founding of Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Clown College. And down in the Tampa, Venice, Florida area, there's a big uh, reunion of everybody who ever went to Clown College. And then after Clown College closed, they've also invited the clowns who joined the circus who didn't attend Clown College. So it's, it's a big deal. I can't go, unfortunately. But uh, about 10 years ago... Matt Croak and I went to a reunion up in Baraboo, Wisconsin. That was great. And we and did a podcast started. about that, of yeah. you interviewing yeah. all the clowns. And our friend Steve yeah. Smith uh, spoke eloquently and movingly about the art of clowning. Yes. And he exactly. didn't mention killing children once. Well, you can't just lead. You can't, you know, you can't lead with the big story. <laughs> you got to get to that. Bury the lead. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, did you, I mean, it's not a movie about as you said, it's not a movie about clowning or the no. art of clowns. But in terms of like the makeup, because I know makeup is a huge personal thing for each clown. What did you think yes. of the Pennywise look? I thought it was great. And um, yes, in the aforementioned clown online discussion groups that are terrifying to you, um, <laughs> that was the that was the consensus that actually. One of the things they really liked about this movie was that the makeup was very clean, very good-looking clown makeup. Sometimes you get these things, and clearly nobody has any idea, not only not how to design it, but even how to apply it. Huh. Um, and so it's a nice – all the clowns thought it was a, a nice, clean clown look. Um, and I don't know what I'd describe it. It's kind of simple. It's elegant. Um 
uh, it follows the contour of the actor's face. I thought he was great. Mm. Um, and it doesn't, it, it was, you can, one can get into the minutiae of how you do it, but it was applied nicely. It was smoothed out. It was sometimes that people slap on the grease paint when they don't know anything about clowning. And then the key to it is you have to powder it with baby powder and then dust off the baby powder. Otherwise it smears and it's shiny and it just, it's just amateurish. Mm-hmm. And apparently Hollywood has some people who really know how to apply makeup. I didn't know that. Weird, weird. Yeah. Learning so many things. Um, I know. Uh, well, and as you said, it's it's confronting your fears. And yes, people have a fear of clowns. Some people have a fear of clowns. So they want to make the thing you fear look like as realistic but as twisted, nightmarish version of the real thing. Well, because it lures the kids, right? Right. So there, there should be some... I mean, I thought that was a really great part of it. It's the guy who's playing... The clown uh, could be nice. He mm-hmm. looked appealing, and so yeah, th- that's that makes a lot of sense. If he was frightening looking, why would anybody approach him? This is Steve Smith, former director of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College, a short, bald, middle-aged man, and you're listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. <laughs> Where can you RSC the RSC? It's Thanksgiving weekend here in the U.S., so our holiday tour of the ultimate Christmas show, Abridged, begins next week with performances in Maryville, Tennessee, Somerville, New Jersey, San Jose, California, Algona, Iowa, Reston, Virginia, and La Mirada, California. Next winter, we have more cities and more dates up on our website now, including our return to the new Victory Theater in New York City for the off-Broadway premiere of William Shakespeare's long-lost first play, Abridged, and then our return next June to the Pittsburgh Public Theater to close out their season with our production of Long Lost Shakes. And Pop-Up Shakespeare is now already in its second printing and on sale worldwide. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office, venue, and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with Reed Martin, professional impressionist, former circus clown, and this week, amateur film critic and psychologist. And what do you think is the root of our fear of clowns? Oh, that's a good question. I get asked that quite a bit, actually. I think, and I don't know this for sure, I think it's because it's a clown is like a, it looks like a person, but it's not quite a person. There's some, you know, um, and the clowns seem to kind of hurt each other but it doesn't seem to hurt and yeah and as i say they seem like a person but they're not a person and a lot of humor comes from surprise and so for for anybody but young children especially surprise can be scary so i i think it's it's yeah clown sort of seems humanoid but not quite yeah. And there's, you know, there's some often an element of violence and there's an element of surprise. Um, I, I think it has to do with that. It's just, is this a human or isn't this? And do they hurt each other or don't they? Um, and I, you know, and the clowns, the sensible clowns say, we just need to go about our art, you know, trying to, you know, make people laugh, you know, 
and joy in the world. And you can't control all the other stuff, and it's pointless to even try. And I think that's the healthy attitude, to be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, what you something you said made me think that may, possible root of our fear of clowns is that little kids have birthday parties where they've hired a really crappy clown, a person yeah. who doesn't a scary yeah who Go doesn't ahead. know what he's doing, and it seems off and not really safe. Yes, these people who you know, there's no you don't have a. There's no certificate to approve you to do birthday parties. Right. So some people are great, but a lot of them are terrible. A lot of them have that scary makeup we're talking about with sharp points on it. Yeah. Not, not contoured to the face, not applied well, so it's streaky and weird looking, and it's shiny, and it's rubbing off on their clothes. Yeah. And, and also part of the – children are – are afraid of clowns frequently, and I think parents can reinforce that by trying to force them to like the clowns. Uh, I can't tell you how many times in two years on the circus we'd be working the, the crowd in the seats before the show starts, and you'd be far away from a family with young children, and you could see the children were scared, and you'd just stay away. And you'd see parents insisting, no, no, come over, come over, come over, and the, and the kid is just getting more and more scared and, you know, clutching onto the parents' legs and trying to hide, and and uh, so, <laughs> so I think some of the parents aren't helping. Yeah, and then you grow up with an, uh, an unhealthy and maybe rational fear of your parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, exactly. But there are some scary clowns. I don't know if I've ever told this story, but long before I was on Ringling, there was a story, perhaps apocryphal, of um, uh, a clown who was working the show and he was up in the seats, and the kid. Uh, there was a kid, and he kept stepping on the clown's shoes. And clown shoes are very expensive. I think when when I was on the circus, I don't know, in the late '80s, they were over three hundred dollars a pair. Oh my god! And I was and I was making to start with one hundred and eighty a week, so that gives you a, a sense. And so the kid kept stepping on the clown, stepping on the clown's shoes. And don't do that, you know. Don't don't step on the clown's shoes. No, those are, you know. And so finally, the kid wouldn't stop, and the clown sort of got him around a corner and picked him up and put him against a wall and said, "If you step on my shoes again, I am going to kill you. And if you tell your parents that I told you this, I'm going to kill them." And then he put the kid down. <laughs> And back to see, and every time he came past that section of seats, the clown would just look at the kid and point at him. So perhaps apocryphal, or perhaps, you know, the the uh, birth of a of an axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Comedy Podcast. Send us your irrational fears via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also engage with us and other fans on Facebook or Twitter. You can find easy links to all these social networks at our website, reducedshakespeare.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Austin Titchener. And you can follow Reed on Twitter as well, at Reed of RSC. And the RSC is now on Instagram, too, at Reduced Shakespeare Company. Thanks, as always, to Scary Clown Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Loretta Long. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Steve Smith, former director of Clown College and currently creative director of the Circus Center in San Francisco. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 571 1713ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. 
told that story before, and and my and in my memory, it's always something that happened to you. Oh, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> Is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company, reducing expectations since 1981. Go to reduce for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less.